Welcome to the Nerdy Network Podcast with Isabella and Miriam. Today we will be talking about Toy Story 4. Okay, so Toy Story 4. The last yes. movie in its series, I guess. Yes. The saga is ending. So. Sad, yes. <laughs> so, but, uh, how do you feel about having a Toy Story 4, I guess? Hmm. Um, it's not really necessary, but... It will be interesting to see these new characters come to life and see what they end up doing with uh, the toys um, having a new child, a.k.a. Bob. Yeah, yeah. I kind of like... Whoa. (laughs) I kind of like where they ended it, though, with uh, um, Andy, though. With his, like, story ending, so you were like, okay, bye, you know. Right, right. He let go of his childhood. We could let go of ours, and then yeah, do that though. They they continued it for at least. I mean, this this next movie. Yeah, and I feel like it's just different because these are Andy's toys, so yeah, they move on. But like, it's weird to see them this way when you've known them with Andy for so long. I guess. Right, right. We watched Andy grow up with these toys, and now we have to watch a child, another child, play with these toys, and these toys want to, like, protect her, and it's just going to be a very interesting dynamic, and I don't know if I'm ready for it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, I guess my next point I kind of wanted to bring up was since this is, like, a new movie, obviously there's new technology coming and everything. So the animation is different than the past movies. So, like, I feel like Andy looks different and Bo Peep looks different and just, like, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, just personally, I was kind of like, Bo Peep doesn't look the same. She looks like a different toy, I guess. Yeah, I see what you're saying, um... With that, though, it kind of, that the same thing happened with Incredibles 2. Yes. If you remember, um, if you watch the ending scene of Incredibles and then watch Incredibles 2, you can see the difference in how to- uh, Tony looks, Violet's love interest. Yes. And it is very interesting. He looks like a completely different person. The only reason we know he is the same person is they start the movie in the ending scene of Incredibles. So... Without that, I would be like, who the freak is this guy? Like, Yeah, because, and like, I'm okay with, you know, the, obviously the advancements in the animation area, but they just look different, and like, they look like, you know, obviously newer and everything, but like, even Andy looks completely different than the original one. Right. Um... Yeah, Bo Peep kind of looks more like a, more like a warrior, more girl empowerment instead of like, oh, save me, Woody, you know. Yeah, and then and, how do you feel about that too, I guess, because. 
oh, how do I feel about her being all, I don't even know, like, do we think she's going to be, like, a feminist or, like... Yeah, yeah, that kind of, like... Um, I think it's an interesting thing that a lot of movies are doing, so I don't really know how I feel about it being, like, every movie where they're like, oh, no, no, no. We're not going to make the guy have to save the, the female anymore. No, no, no. That's old That's old time thinking the women can save themselves. If anything, the woman is going to save the guy. Like, I don't I don't know if it has to be in every movie, but it's, um, it's going to be interesting to see how her character development um, from her having to have Woody save her and her sheep and now her being like, hey, you know what? I can do this by myself. I figured it out. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of like the whole, like, not, I don't know, just, like, I like her being able to do things by herself, but then there's a point where you can't push it too much because it's like, hey, we're doing this, by the way, so we did it. That's it. We're done. Like, that kind of thing. Like, they're just kind of saying they did it for the sake of doing it, and I hope it's not that kind of mentality I guess mm-hmm. and it takes more of like a you know she's been out by herself for so long this is the way she is not because she's a girl right yes I totally agree with that that they're not just gonna yeah, yeah. And I feel like they did that with Jesse too but it was less of what she's experiencing right so now we can talk about some things to look for. Yes. Story four. Oh my gosh, that kind of rhymes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we have four things right now, I believe, that you should look for. So the Luxembourg, obviously, is important because, you know, they've had it in every film thus far because of their original little Pixar short that they did. With the two lamps, yes. Yes. <laughs> I don't know about that film, uh, that short film, though. It's really good, too, for, like, when you think about the animation, the time, actually, with the animation and everything. Right, that they were able to make it look like they... they so personified. realistic, yeah. Yeah, the realis- realism of the, <laughs> of the animation was very advanced for its time. The Pizza Planet truck is another thing to look for. Because it's been in every Pixar movie, except for The Incredibles. Yes. So, you know, big thing there that they've kept up with since Toy Story. Um, the, yeah. other, the other thing is the A113, which has also been in every Pixar movie thus far. Um, with the, That's uh, it. If, uh, if people don't know, our listeners, oh, yes. that's weird. Our listeners, if you guys don't know what A113 is, it is the room that a lot of the um, animators worked in when they first started working at Disney Pixar. Yeah, so like you can find it in a lot of shows because of animators. We're going to do stuff there, so yeah, it's cool. Um... <laughs> I, I kind of hope, I kind of hope they do it on a license plate again, like, uh-huh. Toy Story 1, so they just kind of did, like, 
Like, yeah. like not an identical scene, but, like, if Woody hops on the back of, like, a truck or something, it's, like, 8113, so it just kind of, like, loops back to, to the beginning, kind of, I guess. Yes, and I think with the, also with the plot of the movie, it's going to be a kind of full circle thing to the original, except instead of with Buzz, it's with Forky being, you are a toy, instead of, and yeah, yeah, being like, you are a toy, and also bringing him back to Bonnie, so possibly that, if that is the whole movie, it will be directly related to Toy Story 1, it will just do a loop. Yeah, and it's also kind of very, like, similar to the Buzz thing, because Buzz, it was more like, he, like, because Forky kind of knows that he's supposed to be a spork, but Buzz was like, I'm a space ranger, you know? So it's kind of like similar stories, but different. Mm-hmm. And that also interests me, because how does Fork know, I guess... That he's supposed to be a spork. Um, I'm not sure. You do you do see that uh, um, realization in I believe the first teaser trailer they released where they're all holding hands, um, jumping around, and then you see Forky and he goes, "I'm not supposed to be here," and he runs away. So yeah. you kind of wonder how he has that like how he came to that understanding that he is not a toy. Yeah, so I'm hoping we hopefully get some, like, backstory in his spork days, I guess. Ooh, that would be interesting. So, but first he came out of the box. He's, he's from Publix. Um, <laughs> well, it does say on his, uh, like, handle, Pizza Planet, so I kind of... I don't know if this would be... I, I think this would be cool if they, like, went on a field trip to Pizza Planet at her school. And mm-hmm. she took back the sport and was like, I'm gonna make this a toy or something. Or maybe it can, like, maybe it'll tie in with something else, you know. That will be very interesting if... What if he sees a Pizza Planet truck or a Pizza Planet in general and is brought into either flashbacks or remembers that that was once his home yeah so i don't i want i'm interested to see that very interesting yes oh and so gabby gabby the possible villain that's a weird yeah it's the girl with like the yellow dress she has like the pigtails okay yeah she definitely it looks like looks villainous which is why I believe you might be correct where they'll make it make you think that that is the villain for most of the movie and then they'll be like ha ha <laughs> yeah <laughs> they'll be like got you again <laughs> yeah I think they might I think they definitely will do that because um, it is a common thing and even not even just like Pixar Disney just most movies to try to fool you in some way of who actually is planning to like hurt everyone and be mean yeah um so i guess the last thing we can talk about with um toy story 4 is the pixar theory how will it fit in that is yes so what what time do you think this movie is set like 2019 um 
Um, yeah, I, I definitely think it is more, I think, I, yeah, I think it's going to be more modern, so I think it will be 2019, but it also could be in the, a few years in the future, a few years in the past, um, True. I mean, they have pretty good cars, so, you know, it's not going to be too, too far back, far in the, yeah. And, I mean, obviously, there's three other movies, so it has to be after that. So, it's, I don't know, that's that's a tough one to say exactly when a movie is in our time, you know what I mean? Yeah, because the last movie was, I think, Toy Story, I'm not sure when Toy Story 3 took place, but Toy Story 4, Toy, sorry, Toy Story 2 was in 1999. Hold on. Okay. So, Toy Story 3, I think... With Toy Story 2, though, wasn't Andy still young? Yeah, so... I'm gonna say this has to be... I, I'm... 2000, I think 2019 would be a good time for 2004 Toy Story 4. So, that would be that it would be before... Cars, I believe, before the rise of machines, for sure. Okay, so in Toy Story three, Andy is seventeen and heading off to college. Um, but they don't know how old he was in Toy Story two, which is interesting. In Toy okay. Story one, he was eight. So. So. Eight. <laughs> Quick math here. Quick math. So, 12. Uh, <laughs> so, he was 12 in 1999. Yeah. About. Which means that... 2004? Okay. 2004 for Toy Story 3. Right, but Bonnie in this movie does not look very changed or yeah, much. Yeah, so... So, it must be, like, almost right after he gives her the toys yeah because i kind of thought it would be cool if he was like oh andy has a family now look he's gonna come back show the toys blah blah blah, blah. but she just doesn't look that much older yeah so what are they gonna do yeah so i'm they're all genius just compete <laughs> They know what's happening. Yeah. They're just used trying to guess. So I'm just guessing it's going to come before the the rise of machines. They before the rise of the machines because it is still in the human time. But at some point, the humans go off into space and they're all like, yeet. And, you know, <laughs> don't, don't, don't. Don't put that in, please, no. No, <laughs> the humans go off to space, and they are controlled by, by and large. Ooh, it would be interesting if this, if in this movie we see more of, like, things being made by, by and large. More True. of, like, the control that they get over society. Yeah, because, okay, so Toy Story 3 was in 2010. And then up... Uh, is from 2011 to 2016. 
and then the rise of machines begins in two, two, 2100. So I'm going to say Toy Story 4 is around 2019, 18 area. Okay. Yeah, I, I think that's uh, probably correct. We will obviously uh, see more with more trailers being released and yeah. getting closer to the release date of the movie. Um, but overall, I'm just very excited for this movie. Even if it is completely unnecessary, it will be an artistic expression of this animation and this storyline that they've been working on for quite a while. Um, mm-hmm. So even if it's unnecessary, excited, I will be there with toddlers, <laughs> elementary girls, and I will be right in the dab middle of the in movie theater, watching this movie with yes. these young. Um, so I guess the next thing is the villain. The villain, yes, because there has to be some sort of bad thing. Bad thing? Mm-hmm. Bad person. That's, that's what I was trying to say. Oh, that's the word. There has to be some sort of conflict because if there is not, um, the movie will probably suck. Obviously, a big conflict is the fact that Porky is just, he realizes he's not a toy and he's like, no, I don't want to be played with. Like, Bonnie is my owner. But they're, without a villain, that also is kind of boring. And Pixar doesn't want to be called boring. <laughs> yeah, know? for sure. So who do you think the um who do you think the villain will be? Do you have any guesses? So I didn't obviously come up with this on my own because I've been doing research and stuff for it, but um of things I've seen and researched, people are thinking Bo Peep. Or oh. the little the little doll. She's like usually set like in most posters she sits on her shoulder. Her okay. name's Giggle McDipples, and people think, <laughs> yeah, her name's like, I don't know where that came from, but people think that she's going to be the main evil person, and her Bo Peep's evilness is because she's directing her to do things. Oh. That's cool. Okay, I can see where where people are getting um, Bo Peep, because in the short very short time yeah. that we see um, Bo Peep and Woody. Woody's kind of like, uh, okay, this is strange. Like, well, probably one, he's like, oh my gosh, my past lover. But <laughs> two, he's like, this is strange. Um, and then he kind of seems put aback by, like, how she is now. Yeah, she's... she's yeah. Different. I feel like she's more... Like, she stands up for herself, but, like, in every single, like, I'm looking at the posters right now, and in every single poster, this little doll is sitting on her shoulder. Yes. And I feel like... Interesting. It's supposed to be really subtle, like, oh, she's so tiny, she seems so nice, like, her name's literally Giggle McDimples, how could she be mean? Right. But then they could pull the whole twist on this, and this doll 
could actually be the main villain. Yeah, so... It's very... I mean, they've done ass. They've, they've totally took taken... They've totally <laughs> taken a unsuspected character, even if, I mean, some people may have suspected if they were doing research um, on it before, but a character that seems so nice and fluffly fluffy fluffy <laughs> in the last in the last movie with um uh I totally forgot the bear's name. Oh you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, um Lotso, Lotso. Yeah, with Lotso where he's like, Oh, he's nice, he's got a nice calming presence and voice and he's just the leader and then you see him totally snap change and he actually is very evil and wants to kill all the toys who don't agree with them. Yeah. So I think it something like that. Yeah. Um, so next, I don't think we've talked about it yet, but the animation thus far. Um, the animation will be... Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, there have been a lot of changes in animation, especially with how uh, the toys look. Um, some of the characters look unchanged. They just look kind of newer. Like, Woody looks more, I don't even know, like newer. Like, fresh, like, cleaner, which is like... Yeah. Yeah. And I think the two biggest people I would say is like Bo Peep because she just she just looks like a new person I don't know if it's because of like her clothes are different but I just feel mm-hmm. like the I guess porcelain on her face looks different yeah she doesn't look as fragile as she did before she kind of has like a different um kind of shape altogether yeah her face it- is like yes her face. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Andy is another one because even like side by side pictures with like the old Andy and this newer Andy, their shape faces are different. Yes, that this has happened before in Pixar with new um, advances in. Uh, animation because they can't keep everyone the same because if they did it would just look out of place in the new movie it would it would just it would, it would be like a blast from the past which would be cool but it'd be this like one character who looks so old yeah and then you look at once and you're like uh this doesn't fit this looks yeah. like this was made in like early thousands and this one looks like looks like it was made in 2018 17 area um, yeah so um how do you feel about the new characters besides uh giggle Vic dimples <laughs> <laughs> um i'm excited to see these new characters uh what are their names ducky and bunny or are they just named after their animal i guess oh also duke kaboom and there's one. Oh my gosh, yes. I'm excited, I'm excited to see him, like, 
his interactions with other toys because he reminds me of Ken a little bit. Uh huh, but like, yes and no. <laughs> I yeah. see where you're coming from, like a male action figure, but also he just seems kind of like a, a daredevil, and Ken was kind of like a wuss. Yeah. Coward. Um, and he's played by Keanu Reeves. So. Yes. That's cool. There's okay. There's a lot of um, this cast is very full and very amazing. A lot of these people I recognize more of their face and their name. But of course, Tom Hanks, Tim Allen are coming back with for yes. Woody and Buzz. Keanu Reeves is in this. Jordan uh, Peele, Keegan Michael K. Key. I don't know how to say his name. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, and I was looking through the cast, and Betty White is in this movie for oh, some really reason. yes i don't know i tried to like find out who she was uh they do not have her as a set character um but she is in this movie and i don't know if it's going to be a little cameo or she's going to play a, a semi-decent bigger that's that's odd because like sometimes they do that in movies where it's like they don't tell you who the character is till after, which is kind of, like, leaves you to be like, well, then who is this? Kind of thing. Right. And then the other doll is Gabby Gabby, which most people are speculating is the bad, the villain, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that, that would be, like, the perfect person for people to go, like, half the movie, this is the villain, and then halfway they switch it to somebody that you weren't expecting. Yes finish talking about what to look for because um onward just released its first trailer yes and it was a good one with a lot of good people in it some not some pretty much all of these people <laughs> everyone knows um tom holland everyone knows who he is at the moment he's blowing up the film industry chris pratt octavia spencer and Julia Louis DeFreeze? DeFreeze? I can't say her name, but it's fine. <laughs> All of those people who have been in countless things are going to be in this movie. And I am very excited to see Tom Holland, Chris Pratt, Octavia Spencer. I believe they are the main characters. I believe they are the family yes. that this movie is centered around. And that is going to be so cool to see. So yes. Excited. So, like, what do you think you... Um... Excuse me, what do you think they're going to hit at, I guess, in this movie for the Onward movie? Oh, what are they going to hint at with Toy Story 4? Yes. Um, I'm not sure. I feel like they might just be so subtle, like, literally. We know Disney. They can be very subtle. I feel like they will bring in the smallest hint, like a little unicorn toy unicorn toy can i speak is that the word am i am i being dumb <laughs> i think that's right okay why does it sound so wrong <laughs> okay like a little mythical creature toy that they'll bring in to just hint at this movie centered around mythical creatures living their best lives living it up in the big world <laughs> they might i don't know they I, I think that's what they'll do but they they might be a little bit le, um less subtle uh, i guess we'll have to 
see what do you think they'll do do you have any uh, guesses um, on well i have two main things that i'm hoping for so one is like a staff maybe she has like a toy cups with like a staff where you see it like subtly like in her room like it's a toy or something something like that or they're driving down the street because you know this movie's about them traveling and stuff and that's like parked on the side of the road and it's like oh okay so that's the kind of like deal with that okay yeah that would be very interesting um i am definitely excited for this movie i saw the sneak peek the first look whatever you want to call it and that's it just it just looks so exciting and so full of action that even though I don't know what they're going to do with it, um, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how they make traveling in, like, a car on, like, a simple errand, as one of the main characters said, be an interesting movie uh, yes. that intrigues them. Okay. I can so- see that because they do act like humans. But that means that you're going to have um, Pixar incorporate evolution into their movies. And I don't know. I don't know if they would do that. That's kind of, that can be a very con- a controversial to- to- topic. <laughs> a very controversial topic. Um, yeah. So I, I think that they could incorporate that as they maybe have with cars the good dinosaur i was thinking yeah the good dinosaur so yeah that's gonna be how would they have turned into these mythical creatures though like that's my only thing because there are these this is a wide variety of mythical creatures are you telling me that the same like these two humans, one turned into like a gnome thingy, and one turned into yeah. like a unicorn. Like, is is that what they're gonna say, or are you saying that some of these mythical creatures, the ones that are like the same species ish, like gnomes or whatever, are the humans, and the other ones are like animals, maybe? Like the unicorns in the um, trailer seem to act more like I don't even know a dog, like, like you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I just, it's an interesting point, but I, maybe it will break the Pixar theory. Mm. Will Mm. you be happy if it breaks the Pixar theory? That is, I will be upset because (laughs) the Pixar theory is, it's, I I really like seeing the connection between all these movies and if Onward happens to break the Pixar theory and it is, if it doesn't continue the connection, I will definitely be upset because just, it just seems like it was meant to all connect and with um, the book being written by someone who worked at Pixar. I'm saying that questionably because I'm not sure on that fact. Um, that it was, it's just, it's meant to happen and that they actually do mean to connect all of these movies and then if some doofus named John makes... John Rossiter. <laughs> <laughs> so 
tell me the first name. Um, sure, him. If, if he messes it up, I will, I will, no, I will not like that. And I will shun it from... He literally made you so many movies and you're like, nope. You broke the Pixar mm-hmm. theory. That's it. I don't. I don't like it anymore. I don't like you. Yep. I probably. I I will do that. I I will probably <laughs> be a good movie if even if it breaks it, but I uh, I will only watch it if people force me to. Okay. The if director for the record, just so we <laughs> we act like we know what we're talking about, is Dan Scullin. Oh. I don't know if he's ever directed a. Oh, he has. <laughs> I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's ever directed. Oh, he has. <laughs> he literally directed Cars and Monsters University. So, I mean. Ooh. He's not. He's not Wait, he's, cars? Car, just Cars, like the, the original Cars. So, he has some experience. He made Cars. Like, he was the he director. Made cars. Yeah, he's the director of Cars. Okay. I don't like him, because Cars 2 sucks. <laughs> well, I don't know if he directed <laughs> that, but okay. No, I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. He's, he seems like a pretty chill dude. Monsters University was cool. It was a nice little uh, prequel. Um, so, I, I'm fine with him. He's, he's okay. He's alright. He's okay. <laughs> Unless he doesn't work the next <laughs> <over> three. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I... Um, I hope it continues, because that means that they really put, like, like, you know, Pixar and Disney put in thought, but that's just, like, another level of, like, piecing it all together, kind of like with Marvel and Star Wars, how they always, like, connect the stories before you even know how anything is happening. Yeah, um, that will be nice if they keep it going. Um, if they don't, I will be extremely upset. Uh, I will lock myself in my room for three days. I'm kidding. I will not do that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well. The dirty news for this week's episode is... That the anniversary of Finding Emo was um, May 30th. So... Here are a couple fun facts that most people don't know. Um, the seagulls, mine, were translated into languages other than English. Those languages include Spanish, French, German, Portuguese, Japanese, Swedish, Russian, Hebrew, Czech, Tagalog, Greek, Nepalese, Serbo-Croatian, Farsi, and Scottish Gaelic. They can you can learn how to say mine in over 15 languages yeah so that's cool i never knew that before i thought like it was just like you know a different way a different bird kind of i guess right and you kind of i mean with that i just thought it i didn't think it was more of like a word i mean yes it's it kind of is where it's like mine 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 but it's yeah, I thought it was just like a sound that they're supposed to make the birds make, so it could have it didn't have to be translated. But Pixar went above and beyond and had people they probably hired people to translate yeah. it in these different languages. So I the other nerdy news is that Jeffrey Rush literally held his tongue when recording some of his lines. 
Um, if you don't know who Jeffrey Rush is, he played Nigel, the bird that ends up having um, Marlon and Dory in his beak. And so he literally held his mouth so it actually sounded like his mouth was full of water and full of two fish. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> cool little tidbit of information there. Little tidbit for you. Nerds, Nerds out. out. Peace. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>